It's Lemmy from Motorhead paying tribute to Little Richard with Good Golly, Miss Molly. Yeah, pal. And, of course, uh, Little Richard passed away today at age 87. He's had. He had a good run. Yeah, I said he he got it all in. He did. Pushing 90. Fortunately, he passed away from cancer. Yeah, COVID didn't take him. Didn't take him. Uh, and uh, that was, that's funny you should mention that because when I saw the story um, today about uh, little Richard dying, I was surprised that somehow the media didn't slip COVID in that it killed him. Yeah, they could have slipped it into that story too because wasn't he always suspected of being a little gay? Well, not a little. He admitted. Oh, was he a flamer? I didn't know. Well, he said so. It was kind of weird because I was reading... Uh, the story, a little backstory of little Richard and, you know, he denied it, of course, because that was the era when, you know, you certainly would not admit to that. Right. Sure. And and then later he had a, you know, he said he'd been gay all his life. Okay. And then after that, he said, uh, no, I denounced that kind of lifestyle. <laughs> then he said that, uh, yeah, you know, I've, I've, uh, you know, fell into that, uh, what did he say? Addictive behavior. Mm-hmm. And then he said he wasn't. So he was a very conflicted person. Straight guy that took a dick every once in a while. Yeah. So, you know, basically he had a lot of religious leanings mm-hmm. because, uh, when he, um, you know, he kind of grew up in, a the era where, you know, religion played a very big part in most families. Right. And then when he um kind of hit it big in the in the 50s with with you know the majority of his his uh, hits. Mhm. He lived the quote unquote the the rock and roll lifestyle for what it was because you know obviously rock and roll was in its infancy at that time and he's considered one of the pioneers of rock and roll. But then so when I- it So in other words he was banging white women and not getting caught? Uh, perhaps. And then, uh, you know, when his career was waning, uh, he went to uh, a Bible school and became an ordained uh, minister. Okay. But then when that wasn't working out monetarily, then he returned to the show business side. Right. And, you know, he he was kind of known as one of the moldy oldies, and he would get on these package tours where he would basically rehash the the tunes that made him famous okay but then in the 70s he got into a cocaine and marijuana addiction (laughs) (laughs) you know and then in the 90s he basically admitted yeah i've been gay all my life but then in the 2000s he just said yeah that's not the lifestyle for me and i denounced that type of lifestyle and and women are god made men and women and men are men and women are women and that's the way you should be and you know, so so he was kind of back and forth on his, you know, proclivity as his sexual orientation, I guess. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, hey, he's up in heaven with Brian Badass Boone and Dimebag and you know, Lemmy. All the greats. Lemmy. Up there with all the greats. Mm-hmm. Sure, they're warming up for a big jam now. Yeah. Lemmy's got his bass. He's Thumping out some tunes. Little Richard is quaffing up his pompadour. 
Got his keys sitting behind the keyboards. Ready to take the mic and the keyboards. Right. Brian Badass <laughs> Boone, of course, he's he's got his uh, Les Paul, his golden Les Paul that he earned his wings on. That's right. Him and Dimebag getting ready to duel it out on guitar. Exactly. Vinnie Paul on the drums. Peter Steele to beat them all. Beat, <laughs> beat all their asses and push them out the way and sing anyway. Either stand to the side of the stage and basically chant, I hate you all. That's right. That's kind of weird that 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 um, Peter Steele died at forty eight. Yeah, why is that weird? He's a fucking drug addict. Well, I understand that, but my point is, is that you know there was really no indication that there was something wrong with the guy, or that he was sick, mm-hmm. or suffering from drug addiction, or anything. And then one day you get the announcement, yeah, Peter Steele died. That is a band I wish I would have been in into back in the day. Hmm. I absolutely love them now. Yeah, you know, and I saw them on the Promised Land tour at the uh, CSU Convocation Center. Mm-hmm. You know, and and that was kind of my first exposure to them. Sure. But then when I started this show on WSTB, they were playing a lot of the typo negative. Mm-hmm. And that's sure. when I kind of, you know, got into them. When I saw them with Queensryche or opening up for Queensryche, I honestly didn't know what to make of them at that point. Yeah, I was like, eh, what is this? Yeah, but then, you know, listening to the records and, and you know, that, like you, I, I sort of warmed up to the typo negative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I saw him a few times. I interviewed um, Peter once and um, what's his name? Kelly, something Kelly, Josh Kelly or something. Yeah, Josh There's- Kelly, I think you're right. Yeah, I interviewed him several times and I, I interviewed the guys from... Um, you know, that, that a pale horse named death, which Kevin Hickey, that was his name, Kevin Hickey. That was also in typo. So I, I got into him. I, I'd seen him a few times and, and honestly wasn't that impressed, but man, I played a shit out of October rust now. No, see, that's funny because that's the, that's the album that really kind of made me a fan was October rust. That is such a good record. Mm-hmm. That one, and I'll be honest, I like, and, and again, it goes back to wherever you jump in, that's where you jumped in. You know, I like, I like most of the newer stuff, you know, the, the nuclear blast stuff more than the Roadrunner stuff, because that's more what I've listened to mm-hmm. the early days of them, you know, but I, all of it's good. I, I really have become a fan and it's a bummer now because there's, they're not going to, I'll never see them again. Yeah. As and where I'll actually know the songs. Sure. Well, you know, obviously, you know, the, the they pay tribute to the 70s tunes with the with Neil Young's Cinnamon Girl mm-hmm. and Seals and Crofts' Summer Breeze. Yep. Which I thought was a very interesting twist sure. on both of those classics. Oh, yeah. It is. And, you know, to hear that, it's just like, wow, that's, that's a gothed up uh, version of those songs, but they're likable. Man, that Peter Steele with that voice. I can't even go that low. Exactly. I mean, that guy had a low voice. He did. But I like it. I do too. Mm-hmm. All right. Some well, breeze makes me feel fine. <laughs> He's like Lurch. He really is. He's like Lurch from the Adams family. Is Adams. Man. Cinnamon girl. 
All my friends are dead. <laughs> Good but, shit, though. Yeah, very interesting band. I, I Again, I'm like you. I didn't have the appreciation for them at the time. Right. But, uh, you know, it, it's, it's again, it's it's sort of like an acquired taste. Mm-hmm. And uh, I certainly enjoy Bloody Kisses and uh, October Rust. Sure. Uh, what what was the other one? Slower, deeper, and harder, or whatever it Slow, was. Slow, deep, and hard. Yeah. yeah. I think. Yeah, it's, it's some pretty pretty heavy, gothy, dark shit. Mm-hmm. But uh, again, it's an acquired taste. Yeah, I've acquired it. I mm-hmm. love it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you sent this over uh, since this kind of went over big with us last week. At least I thought it did about the whole bougie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thing. Uh-huh. Well, you sent over a new one with um, uh, how a man says he claims he's a cyborg. <laughs> this guy. I, I got to give it to our to our listeners. Um, they hear me talk about one thing or they hear us do it on the show and they they fucking respond. I th- I don't remember if this was our friend Don Caps or if this was Andrew Richard. It's one of the two that sent me this link. I think it's Andrew Richard. I, if I'm wrong, and it's you, Don, sorry. But one of the two did send it, and I'm too lazy to look right now. But this is even more fucked up than the other two. This guy... Guy. <laughs> well, I'm going to start there. I, well, I'm I'm with uh, Peter Steele. We hate everyone. Uh, you're going to really hate this guy. This guy, he is a product of everything that we hate of the last 20 years of raising people. Well, again, this goes back to the last story we did about life choices. Uh, this is on. This is more, even deeper. So. This guy was a straight A student and a and a, a good student going through high school. Then when it came to going time to go to his college or get a job, then all of a sudden he became let's say possessed. <laughs> okay. By he's not really possessed. He's his his being has been overtaken by aliens okay that are coming to um take over the planet and he he therefore cannot go to college or get a job because he has to stay home and stay on his computer all the time to communicate for the aliens so is he wait waiting for the return of the hail bop comet uh, I think he's in direct contact. He is the <laughs> conduit for the hail boppers. Is his name Kip from the Napoleon Dynamite? I don't even know his name. His name is <laughs> Dooch from the Planet Bag. I mean, he. I I hated this guy. I wanted to hit him in the face with a baseball bat. But more than that, then I wanted to hit the mother in the face because the mother puts up with it. Well, again. This kid, this guy would not be mm-hmm. the way he was or is unless his parents fostered that thing. And, and just wait till you hear the mother, the guy, this guy. I I hated the bad and bougie last week. I hated those people. 
But I hated this guy more. You might not. You might hate the bad and bougie more just because that was so repulsive. <laughs> and this guy at least looks like a normal guy, sort of. Okay. But, oh, my God. Maybe it's just me, but I fucking wanted to skull him. So, so he has a punchable face. Is that what you're telling oh, me? His demeanor, the phony fake horseshit of his demeanor makes me want to grab him by his fucking throat and shake until his head either falls off or he stops faking. You wish you were a Japanese uh, hornet and you could snap his head off with your mandibles. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm telling you, I hated this guy more than anything. And of course it's yet another Dr. Phil moment. All right. So it's perfect. Okay, here we go. Who is it? It's your mom. Enter. Enter. Hey, Oren. Can I turn on the light? It's it's a little dark in here, and I can't it's very see. Dark in here. Well, you know the, the the funny thing is, is this obviously is all set up for television. Uh huh. You know, because this kid is sitting at his desk in front of his little uh, laptop, right? And, and he's got all these little um, star lighting floating around the room. Mm hmm. All right. My son, Oren, thinks he's a cyborg from the year 2050. Mother, just come down. You are disturbing our operations. We are receiving We are watching video. We are learning. Learning what? About the future. Oren has robotic movement. What's interesting is that he's a uh, fellow of black American descent. Why? Why? Well, because that's typically not something that you would see. Can you not be retarded and black? Well, you know, this is more Star Wars shit. I would could see John doing this. <laughs> not uh, not some black kid from the ghetto. He's not from the ghetto. <laughs> That's what makes it even more obnoxious. He's actually from, it seems like a, a decent, decent family. Yeah, he's middle class. Yeah, exactly. He, Wheezy is, ma, is his mom. They moved on up. Yeah, they moved to the east side. Yeah, to, to the, the top. Yeah. They finally got a piece of the pie. They finally did. Yeah. What, 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 what flavor of pie is it, Chris? Would it be cherry, apple, pumpkin? Pumpernickel pie. Pumpernickel. Yeah. How, about, uh, how about chicken pot pie? Her pie. Okay. Turkey pot pie? Turkey pot pie. Okay. As we try to save you and everyone that we know. He talks in a collective, everything is we. He hasn't said I in over a year. We are alone in this. No one else was chosen to do what we are doing. We need to, you know, save the planet from sudden doom. My sensors indicate there is an intruder present. Warning, warning, collision, collision. (laughs) Danger, Will Robinson, danger. That is correct, Will Robinson. (laughs) He's been watching too many episodes of of, um, Lost in Space. Lost in Space. Just everything about this. Isn't he, like, obnoxious? Yeah, he's a B9 robot, B standing for black. (laughs) He's a black nine robot. (laughs) Black nine? B for short, B9 robot. <laughs> I also made lasagna downstairs, and I wanted to know if you could 
you know, join us. I would like a can of oil. <laughs> Skip the lasagna, bring me a wrench. <laughs> I'd like a can of 30 weight, please. Every time I turned around to check on him to make sure he was okay, he was zoned out. Astro traveling is where he travels to another dimension. See a dream weaver? Why is she playing into this? Yeah, well, because she's trying to take the kinder, gentler approach. Why doesn't she just say it the way it is? My son's a fucking idiot. You know what my dad would have done? He would have walked oh. up. He would have walked up to the side of me and slapped me in the back of the head and said, "Get your ass outside." <laughs> I'd have had to grow a beard to cover the knuckle prints in the side of my face. Yeah, that lawn needs mowed. Jesus Christ. He would have hit me like Roy Jones Jr. on a fucking heavy bag. Yeah, get with it, fucky. Ugh, my dad would never have put up with this. No, of course not. My dad would have just, no way. Can you imagine your mom come, came up to you, came up and said, hey, time for dinner. We will not be joining you. We are communicating. My dad would have been up there in a minute grabbing me by my fucking hair. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm going to go get your father now. Oh, no, I'll be down for dinner, Mom. <laughs> He'd have grabbed me by my hair and said, look, now I got a handful of wiring. Let's go, fuckhead. <laughs> my dad is 91 years old, and if I acted this way today, I'd still be afraid he'd come beat my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> if I start acting like this, I'd see my dad digging his way out of the fucking room. <laughs> Like, I got to come back and straighten this and get out. Right. I'm not going to my eternal rest knowing I left a son on earth that is acting this way. Hell no. No fucking way. No chance. Where he gets uh, instructions from the higher beings. To me, it looks like he's sleeping. There is an apocalypse in the future. We have seen it in our dreams and in our visions. Two years ago, he graduated from NYU Business School with a 3.9 GPA. So he's actually been to college already. Yeah. Yeah, so he's he's not a kid. He's he's actually an adult. Should be working. Yeah, why is he living at home after he's already graduated from college? She'll get there. All right. This isn't the young man that I saw walk across the stage when he graduated. He's changed. He wanted to come back home, and I told him, of course, with the understanding that he would get a job. From that point on, it's... No, you don't come back home. My dad no. made it very clear that once we left home, even even though I was 18 and went to college, you're gone, son. That's it. No coming back now. That's it. 18, you're gone. You're gone to college. You're a man now. I got two weeks to stay at my mom's house when I moved back here from California. Long enough to fucking scrape together enough money to fucking move into the Palms Motel. Because <laughs> that's all the more I could fucking afford. Right. But it wasn't like, yeah, stay as long as you want. It was like, beat it. Palms Motel for you, pal. Yeah. Well, you're graduating, so uh, what's your plan, son? <laughs> you're out. Yeah. Good luck to you. Toodaloo, buckaroo. That's right just spiraled we are still in that process of gaining full employment that was a year ago honey that was a year ago things do not happen overnight he... <laughs> yeah no shit things do not happen overnight i will be joining the crew on lost in space the b9 robot is going to be replaced by me 
the black nine robot. I would like a job in your marketing department. <laughs> we would like a job in your marketing department. Cause he, he does everything in the collective, right? Well, what can you add to the team? We have a vision of global disruption. <laughs> that does <What>? not compute. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> he was not looking for work. Orin is on his computer all day. Where did he get that computer, Mom? Yeah, no shit. Where's he getting internet access, Mom? Yeah, or power in the room. Yeah. Welcome. To our headquarters. I know that he's not a cyborg, but he believes he is here to save the planet. Well, it sounds like mom, you need to go get your son some mental health uh, help. Yeah, sounds like. You oh, need wait to have a minute! Him. I forgot you're black, so you have lack of uh, access to health care. How about you just have him removed from the house? <laughs> Beat it. You say this has been going on for about two years. Yes. Two years. Two years. Two years. So she just sat idly by and allowed this to go on for two years. And then her 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 choice of fixing it was to call Dr. Phil. Right. <laughs> hey, this will make a good story. I might be able to cash in on this. Yeah. My fucking weirdo son. Yeah. But when he's just around the house, mm -hmm. just hanging around... Is he always in cyborg mode? He's always in cyborg mode. So he never just comes in and no. says, hey, mom. No. In looking back, are there things that you recognize now with the benefit of hindsight where you saw atypical thinking or unusual behaviors or identifications when he was growing up? I, I never saw anything. I... Did you ever notice that in times of stress or... Uh, conflict that he would seem to withdraw or disassociate in some way. I think everybody does that, Dr. Phil. I'm sorry, but when people feel a little bit alienated, they kind of go go away. Did you allow the TV to raise him? <laughs> and again, why why are we analyzing this now about his childhood? I mean, this doesn't serve any purpose uh, kicking this guy's ass as an adult and say, you know, knock it off. Yeah, that's what needs to happen. And I know that's what that's what needs to be said here. Somebody needs to go, get with it, stupid. Knock it off. Knock it off, dummy. You got two weeks and then you're out of this fucking house. Yeah. You got a, you got a, uh, you got a diploma. You went to college. You, you're, you're, you're learned now so it's yeah. time for you to go apply that uh, knowledge to something yeah go be a cyborg in your own fucking apartment <laughs> started that once he came back home after college there were certain expectations when he came home that i wanted him to uh, why did he come back home after college beats me it's like after you're done at college the first thing you do is go get a job in fact, and, in fact, a month or two prior to your graduating, you're out there diligently looking for a job in the field that you studied. And usually the college has people to help you make the transition to that first job. Don't they? They have like counselors and shit. That yeah, they, they have they have uh, job seeking, uh, you know, e even even when I was a 
truck driving instructor back between 85 and 2000. Mm-hmm. We had uh, we had job placement uh, programs yeah. to where we had recruiters and so forth that would come in and recruit the the new uh, graduates from truck driving school to get them to drive for them. This is this this is ridiculous. So this is all this mom's fault. She deserves what? all the pain and misery she she's uh, you know she's earned. Yeah, she's earned it with this one by letting this go. You've earned this, Felicia. Yeah, she should have never let him back in the house. No. Ever. Nope. Be a part of uh, helping me around the house and taking out the garbage and helping me, you know, clean up and helping with groceries. And he would just usually tell me that he's working, he's busy, and that he is on his computer and uh, sometimes would ask me to leave his room. But he would isolate. Yes, he would be in his. They'd ask, he'd ask her to leave his room. No, it's your room that he's staying in. If one of my kids would have told me that they were too busy to take out the trash, I would have come in there with that bag of trash and spread it all over their fucking room. <laughs> I would have absolutely come in there and tore the bag apart and kicked the shit all over their fucking room. Cyborg that motherfucker. <laughs> And by the way, your dinner was inside that trash bag. So figure out which which piece of shit was your dinner. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because the people the the people that get it served the normal way fucking come down to, to the dinner table and eat. Right? And they don't say we. They say I. Fucking idiot. <laughs> His room from early in the morning to four o'clock the next morning. He would be in his room. Working on, you know, whatever it is that he does. He keeps Chris Aiken hours. <laughs> yeah, sure does. <laughs> Unfortunately, none of it generates him income. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Maybe, maybe I'm part of the collective. I just don't realize it yet. Maybe you're a cyborg. I didn't know that you were. Yeah, I've been assimilated. <laughs> not at what? All. You don't think he has a mental illness? No, not at all. No, not at all. What, what do you mean? Anybody who pretends they're a cyborg and lives that lifestyle, they're mentally ill. Yeah, they're fucking nuts. Nah, he's fine. So he's, he's if it's not a mental fuck. illness, what would motivate this kind of atypical behavior? Um, why are you asking these questions, uh, Dr. Phil? Aren't you the expert? Yeah, aren't you the doctor? <laughs> hey, why do you think you have appendicitis? I don't know. Maybe I ate too many raw apples. What? Hmm. Let me think about that for a while. <laughs> let me let that, that sink in. Yeah, is that what you really think? I know I'm the doctor, but geez, why do you think what? you? Why do you think you have lung cancer? I don't know. Maybe I smoke too many cigarettes. Oh, that could be a good idea. Let me think. Let me consult my other uh, colleagues on that. Let me weigh that option. <laughs> Jesus, what's wrong with Doctor Phil? He's the fucking doctor. <laughs> Why are you asking? Why, you know what? You shouldn't even be asking her if, she, if he she thinks he has mental illness. She might want to start with her having mental illness. Right. For fucking letting this happen. Jesus. A real job like the rest of, you know, the kids out there who graduate from college. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe he'd get a job at the Star Wars Museum. Maybe because his mom pays for everything and feeds him and, and plays with his fucking bullshit. That he doesn't need to go get a job. Maybe he could be a C C three PO out on yeah. Hollywood Boulevard and you know take pictures with people. Well, no, dude, this would be Star Trek. They're the <laughs> ones at the board. 
He could float around in a big Rubik's cube. Maybe, maybe he could spend the rest of his life looking for Satakana. <laughs> Con! <laughs> Satakana. Well, I don't know what to say about that, dude. There's a cyborg that lives among us. Do you believe him? No. <laughs> yeah. Again, would you would you feel bad if somebody like that was somehow systematically eliminated? No, I really wouldn't. I really, truly wouldn't. I actually don't even care to see a story in two years about how he got his life together. <laughs> I really don't. I hope he's killed by an asteroid hitting him. <laughs> Walking all robot style in a field or something and fucking some rock hits him from out of the out in space. That would be a fitting ending to his life, wouldn't it? Exactly. Ass. Dumb. All right. Uh, here's something near and dear to our hearts. Okay. Something that I think we can relate to more than cyborgism. Okay. Well, apparently, um, this chick says that her boyfriend has such bad hygiene mm-hmm. that she doesn't want to have sex with him. And she's wondering how she can break the news to him that he basically stinks without hurting. How about this? How about this? Just tell him. Yeah, without hurting his feelings. Enough of that. Tell him. Th- those are feelings that need to be hurt, so it's so it sinks in. Right. <laughs> you need to tell him, just have one really bad day where he's fucking embarrassed, and then fucking he takes a long shower, and then you're good. Yeah. Jesus. She wants a way to tell him that he stinks without hurting his feelings? Yeah. I got news for you. It ain't going to happen. What's she going to do? Fucking go to suck his dick with a can of Lysol first? <laughs> Jerks him off while turning her head the other way? Well, here's the here's the thing <laughs> that I want to know. Yeah. Is that somebody with poor hygiene, mm-hmm. before you even get involved with them or, or make them their quote-unquote girlfriend or boyfriend, yeah, wouldn't that be something that you would kind of discover early on, unless of course they change course in the middle of your involvement. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you, wouldn't you know that early on? Yeah, I would think you would. Yeah. You know, if they, if the, if she's worried that, you know, the first time she gets dude's pants off and it looks like a fucking (laughs) mirage, you know, looks like a mirage coming it's like, off. It's, it's like it's like the whole cartoon where it looks like a, a, a stench wafting off his balls. Yeah, it looks like a it looks like one of those fucking water oases from <laughs> miles away. And as you get close, as she gets closer to sucking his cock, it disappears. Right. Just fucking pig pen stink. Exactly. You no, know, it's like all right, I get it, but Jesus Christ, you would think she'd notice. That's my point. It's like, wouldn't you know that prior to becoming the quote unquote, the girlfriend or the boyfriend, Yeah. but didn't you slide your hand down his pants at one point and fucking pull back something that smells like bad mayonnaise or something? (laughs) 
All right. Your boyfriend's subpar hygiene habits could be a sign of a larger problem related to his mental health. Yeah. His mental health. Therapist Kelly Scott suggested expressing concern over his hygiene patterns, asking how he's been feeling and seeing if you can be supportive and helping him with his hygiene routine. If it turns out your boyfriend just isn't good at hygiene, how do you become good at hygiene? I don't know. I would think it's simple, simple logic. Fucking soap, water, shampoo. Exactly. A rag? (laughs) If it turns out your boyfriend just isn't good at hygiene and isn't open to hearing your perspective, it could be important information for you in terms of where your relationship is headed. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Again, how did you get into a relationship with somebody like this to begin with? I'm kidding. Chicks, Chicks, for the most part, at least in my experience... Mm-hmm. are fairly selective fairly i said at least in my experience i'm not saying all but just in my personal experience i can tell you chicks are pretty selective right so why a chick would select a dude that obviously has some hygiene issues i just don't think how does somebody become successful with a chick and go yeah you know what i only shower every like once a month <laughs> Must have a must have a clean smelling wallet. Like, <laughs> That's what it is. It's just like, well, I could smell that green in your wallet. Yeah. Not you Spe- so much, but that wallet speaks volumes to me. That that ass may smell like cr- like you know crotch, but, <laughs> fucking, but the wallet in the back smells very clean. Exactly. Clean and green. Right. My boyfriend has the worst hygiene. His feet smell. Sometimes his breath isn't fresh. There are times where I notice he has dried snot in his nose and his lips get crap cracked quite often. <laughs> I love him deeply, especially his wallet. <laughs> I, I mean, dude, wait a minute. Don't stop reading for a minute. Yeah. So his feet stink. His breath stinks, mm-hmm. and he's got chapped lips. His lips are cracked. Mm-hmm. So literally, literally, yeah. These problems could be solved for about ten bucks a month. Pretty much, yeah. You could buy him a one, maybe two things of chapstick for about <laughs> two bucks each. Yeah, some Listerine. Some Listerine and some powder for his shoes. Right. Or his socks or whatever. Exactly. You know, and put that shit in every day and that would be it. No. Or buy him a new fucking pair of shoes every month, for God's sakes. Whatever it takes. But again, why is this guy even salvageable? So it's like, (laughs) come on, dude. There's a lot of dudes out there who probably want to bang you. What's so special about this stinky guy? I got a feeling there's not. Is she hot? Is there a picture? I have no idea. There's no picture. I got a feeling she's got a she's got a problem or two herself. (laughs) Fucking hanging around with fucking stank foot the fucking broke guy. (laughs) So basically, what you're saying is she's like water. She finds her own level. Yeah, exactly. All right. 
I love him deeply and have addressed a few of the hygiene issues, but sometimes I don't speak on it because it may hurt his feelings. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he doesn't tell you that you're a fat pig either, but you know, that's because he doesn't want to hurt your feelings. He deals with it. So shut up and deal with it, I guess. Right. If you're not going to fucking spend $10 a month to help him out, then fuck it. Yeah. Deal with it or walk. At times, his hygiene turns me off and I don't want to kiss or have sex with him. What can I do? <laughs> Trade him out. Oh, my Ooh. God, dude. I, you know what? Two of the three things that you name there are handled by basic day-to-day shit. Yeah, uh, but again, this is the this is the problem is that these are simple things that could be solved, but for whatever reason, this guy doesn't care to solve them. Yeah. Well, nobody's probably ever told him it's a problem. <laughs> Let's be honest. I mean, if, if you, you know, if you're not up close into your fucking shoes every day, you probably don't know that your feet fucking stink, Ugh. you know, and your breath. I mean, let's be honest. You, you, you rarely know that your own breath stinks, you know, especially if you fucking stick a toothbrush in your face <laughs> once a day. It usually doesn't. Right. You know, a toothbrush and a fucking of, of <laughs> Listerine and you're good. Right. That's usually good enough for the full fucking day. You would think. You would think. And, and you know, your feet. Whatever. Keep them in shoes. <laughs> How about you do that? Fucking buy them a pair of boots and fucking grind up some fucking um, lip balm into his potato salad or whatever. <laughs> so when he eats, it just medicates his mouth or right, something. Right. All right. Well, here's the advice. All right. Oh, was this like a Dear Abby? Yeah, sort of. All right. I can see how confronting your boyfriend about his hygiene or lack thereof could feel uncomfortable. I get secondhand embarrassment at the thought of telling a person they have something stuck between their teeth. At the same time, having a conversation about why cleanliness isn't so important to him could help uh, you get to the bottom of uh, the situation. You said that uh, you've addressed the hygiene issues before, but next time... Rather than pointing them out and asking that he shower more, ask him why he's ne neglected his hygiene. What? This is terrible advice. It is. According to Kelly Scott, a relationship therapist uh, in New York City, foregoing common hygiene practices could be a physical sign a person is having trouble mentally or emotionally. Well, you got yourself a winner there if you're if you're dealing with someone that's got these kind of problems. How about this? When he tries to get you to suck his dick, say, go wash those fucking feet. I'm not going to suck your dick until you wash your fucking feet. And get those that cheese off your balls, will you? No kidding. Wash get, your sack, too. Yeah, get that Fumunda cheese off there. Yeah, and you know what? At the end of the day, he's only going to be embarrassed the one time, and I guarantee you what? When you hear him in the bathroom fucking shining up those feet, you're going to know that it's time to suck some dick because <laughs> he's going to learn that lesson. Right. If, if all you got to do to get your dick sucked by a girlfriend is fucking wash your feet, you'll be, you'll be like, you'll be like treating them like they're Jesus's feet. <laughs> you'll be washing them every two minutes. Yeah, you'll be Mary Magdalene washing his feet with your hair. Fuck yeah. What you'll a... be walking around with a tub of water just so that you can keep your feet washed. Exactly. Fuck yeah. Come on. It's easy. 
It's one thing to rewear a pair of socks or have having trouble with dandruff, uh, getting that under control. But Scott said skipping the shower after shower or seeing his own cracked lips and leaving them the way that they are concerns uh, are concerns that are worth addressing. If we're talking about, you know, the situation at the time of the coronavirus, I think the depression and stress are expressed really differently in people. Sometimes it looks like people begin really artificially cherry. Let's see. Sometimes it looks like people being really artificially cheery. Sometimes it looks like people not being able to get out of bed. And sometimes it looks like uh, not wanting to shower and not having motivation for things. If your boyfriend put off basic hygiene, even before the pandemic, that could mean he's been dealing with underlying issues or even longer than the past few months. The next time you bring up his habits, start by expressing how much you care about him, then tell him you've been noticing his behavior and wanted to check in on how he's feeling. Oh, stop. <clears throat> no guy is going to react to that. Nope. Just stop it. Just tell him to wash his fucking feet and drink a bottle of water once a day. Exactly. Isn't that all you got to do to fucking make your lips not be cracked is drink more water? You need to, you know, you need to hydrate, of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, mix in some water on your feet and in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I think being directed is always a good thing. She suggested saying something like, hey, this is what I've noticed and I'm really worried about you and I care about you. How are you feeling? I've noticed these things and it just doesn't seem like uh, you. Can we talk about getting you some help or do you need something from me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if your boyfriend says his hygiene is related to his mental health, you could suggest mental health resources. And yeah, also, because that's what, wait a minute, because that's what guys do. You know, yeah, I stink because I'm sad. <laughs> That's that's what guys do. Right. If, if your girlfriend came up to you and said, man, you stink. Well, you know what? I had a tough day. Yeah, honey. I'm kind of sad. I, did, yeah. I just didn't feel like showering today. I had a very long day, hon. I'm a, I, I should be allowed to stink. Jesus Christ. Just fucking tell him, dick, go take a shower. <laughs> Holy smokes. Yep. Scott suggested taking a playful approach like showering together to make the experience more lighthearted. <laughs> yeah, because that's what she wants to do is fucking get her own hands smelling like that stink on him. Right. Ugh. I'm going to get in the shower with you and I'm going to wash you down because obviously you don't do a very good job of it. When she's lathering up that cock, all of a sudden this brown funk comes off of it under the soap and she right. gets even more appalled. <laughs> and if it turns out your boyfriend simply isn't uh, clued into hygiene best practices, Scott said a direct approach is still the way to go. I think beating around the bush, no pun intended, can lead to misunderstanding and also rally like bruises and also really like bruises people's ego. I think ultimately in a healthy relationship, you should be able to tolerate some critical feedback in both directions. Does the person giving this advice really think that some chick wants to stick her hand down up into some half wiped crack? 
and help clean it. <laughs> well, she and loves he, and cares for this guy. No. There should be no bounds. She's got those nails all done up and stuff, and now she's got fucking boyfriend's shit underneath her fingernails because she ran it up his crack. Right. Doesn't wipe his ass. Sure. Ugh. According to Scott, you should expect your boyfriend to be a little more taken aback when you bring up his hygiene, such as such a touchy subject by nature. But if he remains unwilling to change or holds your concerns against you, it should be important information for you in terms of understanding his priorities. <laughs> Just find another dude. That's my point. This is like, why, why are you so spending so much time trying to uh, clean this guy <laughs> Man, is he Jesus so is he Christ. so is he such a keeper that you need to clean him up? Yeah, this is just horrible. <clears throat> There's no one that that keeper ish. No one. I mean, can you, dude, the hottest chick in the world, if you fucking went down on her and fucking could smell smell shit in her asshole, would you keep her? No. It'd be like you'd give her you'd give her a direct one, babe. Come on. Fucking, I'll buy you a bidet, something, but let's get that shit cleaned up. <laughs> exactly. Oh, goodness. Well, <clears throat> I'll, I'll, um, I'll be the first one to, to, uh, tell a story. I've probably told this story before, All right. but when I was 20, how old was I? I was 20, like 24. And mm -hmm. I, and I had a, a young, I had a young chick. I think she was 19. Okay. There, there was a time where, uh, let's just say she just wasn't so fresh. Okay. And I brought it up. I said, yeah, you're not smelling so fresh. Oh my uh, God. That was the end of the world. Mm -hmm. That was the end of the world. No, yeah. I don't doubt it. I, I honestly, I've only, I've only had that happen like once or twice, go down a chick and she stunk and I just plowed through. <laughs> Well, you know, the thing is, is that I wasn't so exuberant about my, uh, you know, about, about get being involved at that point. And it was just mm -hmm. like, well, what's the matter? And it's like, well, you know, be honest with you. You're not so fresh today. Mix in some Ogilvy, honey. <laughs> and oh my God, it turned into, are you telling me my pussy stinks? Well, and I said, I didn't say that. I just said, you're not as fresh as you normally are. Oh my God. That was the end of the world. Yeah. You're more like stinkweed than fucking daisies. <laughs> but I didn't say, honey, your pussy stinks. I just said, you're not so fresh. Ugh. Buster shit. Mm -hmm. and, it, and you broke up immediately. It wasn't long after. Trust me. Oh, bet it wasn't. And when you say it wasn't long, we're talking minutes, right? <laughs> it wasn't minutes, but <laughs> it wasn't long. <laughs> well, luck. talking before she could pull the pants on. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Okay. Apparently a guy is facing a lot of backlash on social media. <laughs> Okay, good. Because he dared, he mm -hmm. dared to have the same criticism of his chick. Oh, that she stunk? No, not that she stunk, that her hygiene wasn't up to par. She have smell? Didn't say that, but okay. you, you, you can tell a guy that his balls smell or his feet smells, and that's perfectly fine. 
But right. don't you dare tell a woman she's not uh, hygienically uh, acceptable. Minty. Yeah, minty fresh. Exactly. <laughs> You're lucky to have her, pal. He's. A 22-year-old man is sending Reddit users into a frenzy. Oh, my God. After sharing how he shamed his girlfriend into shaving her legs. Okay. On April 23rd, Reddit user blah, blah, blah said he explained that though his girlfriend isn't exactly the hippie, free spirit, my hairy body, beautiful type. Mm-hmm. She also isn't in the habit of shaving consistently. She's pretty much only shaves when the hair is physically irritating her skin, he wrote. It doesn't necessarily bother me because I love her for who she is. Of course you do. Sure you do. It's the only one giving you some puss. Right. But I do have a preference towards smooth, silky skin. Who wouldn't, Right. Well, recently, uh, I'm trying to pronounce this word correctly. Well, recently, Shaven, Shaven Gata, S-H-A-V-I-N-G-A-I-T-A. But that is Shaven Gata, I guess, was showering with his girlfriend when she made a comment of how she needed to shave her underarms. Yeah. Once she finished that up, she turned to her legs and said something along the lines of, I think these are going to be up next soon. That hair is starting to bother me, too, he wrote. The Reddit user said he didn't really want to wait until his girlfriend felt like shaving. Even the light, the lightness of the strands could cover up how much there was, and it was bad, he recalled. So Shaven Gata decided to confront his girlfriend, albeit he admitted a bit harshly and sarcastically. I said, yeah, you think it's time to shave your legs? How long has it been? She looked at me for a moment and then started getting weepy eyed. So I asked her what the deal was and she said, I thought it didn't bother you that I didn't shave. It hasn't been an issue this whole relationship. Now I feel like I'm being shamed for it. <laughs> well, look, if you didn't look like you'd been being caught on camera running from a hunter in the 70s, maybe it would be a problem, Bigfoot. Yeah, shave those, shave those legs, Sasquatch. No shit. I'll bet that's her last name. Jennifer Sasquatch. <laughs> After the incident, Shaven Gata's girlfriend allegedly decided to go ahead and shave her legs, God forbid. However, is, wait a minute. His name is Shaven? I think that's what his screen name is. All right. Shaven Gata. Shaven Gata. <laughs> needs to be Shaven Goddess here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> However, after she came out of the shower, she acted quite upset. I'm frustrated that she's acting mad at me for agreeing that she should do something. She already said she wanted to do something, he said. His tale inspired some intense debate in the comment section, particularly among people who believe men shouldn't tell women what to do with their bodies. Oh. 
Shut up. Yeah, fine. We won't tell them what to do. We will tell them to beat it, though. Yeah. Why the fuck do we want to be with a fucking hairy chick? <laughs> Who the fuck wants that? But again, here here's the thing. The last story I wrote, perfectly fine to tell the dude, hey, your hygiene is lacking. You smell. Your feet stink. Your breath stinks. You you know, you got Fumunda cheese under your balls. But if you tell a chick that, oh, don't you ever dare criticize a woman for her hygiene habits. Yeah, How up. dare you? Just clean it up, everybody. Holy fuck. <laughs> Why is this so hard? Well, again, it's that special treatment guess so. Jeez. Every time I read stories like this, I'm amazed at how men who are supposed to be in love with their girlfriends still manage to prioritize their preference for a certain body type or a certain grooming habits over their girlfriend's own personal preference and physical comfort. <laughs> look, look, when you buy a car, you don't buy a car that has like different colored fenders or whatever on it, <laughs> or, you know, or, or if, if one side of it is completely rusted out and the other side looks pretty good, you don't fucking generally buy that car. You want the car to be fucking treated a certain way. Yeah. You want to be kept up a certain way. Same with a bitch. You want fucking shaved arms and you know, it's the same. It's, it's, it's this is the age old thing of, of, Everybody's got choices. There's some people that like all that fucking hair. I bet you Jackal would date this fucking <laughs> Sasquatch. He likes the fucking overly hairy bitches. Yeah, he likes the he likes the seventies Earth Mother, uh, you know, full bush going on. He likes to see a braided pussy that drags on the ground. <laughs> Looks like that guy's fucking mustache on that Chopper show, right? Orange Choppers or whatever. Yeah, that Orange is. County Shoppers. Yeah. Paul Sr. Got the big yeah, handlebar mustache. That's what he's looking for. But yeah. not, not the rest of us. The rest of us want smooth everything. Yeah. Jesus. Even if you don't care about the trouble and pain shaving causes her, have you ever stopped to think that because her legs grow hair means it's supposed to be there? That it's no, natural? It no, it doesn't. Cause you know what? If her pussy fucking smells like fucking sweat, it just it's naturally there, and it ain't supposed to be there. Right? Wash it off. <laughs> Stop it! If your feet have funk on them, you wash it off. You right? Know, just say it's supposed to be there. Holy shit! Where are these people coming up with this? These thoughts? Well, it's that whole it's that whole movement of the whole abortion. My body, my choice. Good. It'll be your solo choice because you won't be spending any of my fucking money. Right. Fuck you. Stay single. <laughs> that you should be such a spineless idiot and try to make her think that it's gross to have hair on her body. It is. Well, I got to be honest with you. I, I would not date a chick that had hairy underarms or a hairy bush. Yeah. Wouldn't but you know what? That's your own personal choice. Yeah. Not, not doing it. It's not my thing. Yeah. Sorry, nope. I, sorry, nope. ladies. If if you like the all natural look, I'm not going to be looking your way. Sorry. And if the first time she takes her pants off, you see that she's got looks like she's wearing another pair of pants. You're going to tell her to put those back on. <laughs> exactly. 
Put them back on and beat it. That's, you wanted something hairy, you probably fuck a dude. At least you can fucking talk to him after. <laughs> Good God. I am also pissed off by she acted mad. The comment continued. Dude, she is mad and she has every right to be mad and apologize her and pray that she ever lets you touch her again. Shut up. <laughs> you know what? There's, 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 there's hookers that you can hire that you could touch all you want for a price. And when you're done with her, she'll go away. That's right. So, that pussy so, is not made of velvet gold. <laughs> Shut up. It's just, it's, it's something that's slightly more entertaining than a fucking football game. And to be honest, once you've had it a couple times, it's less entertaining than a football game. <laughs> that's just the truth of it. <laughs> I can't believe he felt it was appropriate to make a sarcastic comment about her leg hair. She wasn't asking for your feedback, dude. She just said that her leg hair was starting to bother her. It wasn't yeah, well, it was bothering him too. He's got to deal with it too. Jesus Christ. Yeah, but but you're supposed to accept it because you're supposed to be in love. Fuck that. Then what if she grows a dick? Must <laughs> accept that too cuz that's what she has now? Right. Fuck off. <laughs> It wasn't a question. She didn't want your opinion. It sounds like this dude was just dying for an opportunity to voice his preference and didn't care much how he did it. Fair enough. Yeah. What's wrong with having a preference? Yeah. That's how you make choices in life. You have a preference for things. Yeah. Most people don't fucking marry somebody that they're not somewhat attracted to. Yeah. It's not how that works. Most people don't date people they think are fucking ugly and disgusting. Right. I, I prefer girls who are in, you know, good shape and shapely, but I'm going to marry a girl who's, uh, you know, overly obese. Yeah. I think I'm going to get married. Who's up? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? I'll just take anybody like a fucking jacket at fucking Sears. Right. Jesus Christ. Yeah, whatever's on the rack, I'll just grab that off the rack. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, I have no preferences. I shouldn't be allowed to have preferences. Harry, not Harry, doesn't matter. Yeah. Just, just give me I'm anything. Just, I'm just lucky they'll have me. Yeah, thank God for that. Because <laughs> I'm just a lowly man. I can't have a choice. No, no you choices for you, pal. And no opinions. <laughs> you just See, keep your mouth shut, even if you have an opinion. Look at that picture Phil Ooze put in the chat room. Now, if you got that when the when the pants came off, Jesus Christ, you would fucking run. You would just run. Oh, that's a jackal special right there. Ugh, that's horrendous. That's got to be a transgender guy. Yeah, he'd love that though. Ugh, horrendous. My God. Yeah, you should you should love that. You should be thank God thank God she'll let me <laughs> Yeah, you should thank your lucky star she'll even let you touch her. Thank God I can go down on that. Right. Oh God. I'd be afraid my fingers would get tangled up in there. I wouldn't be able to get them out. It's like wrapping your fingers in a spider web or something. Exactly. 
you should be lucky that she'll even let you stroke that hair. Yeah, there's a real there's a lot of luck there. Let a let alone uh, you know shave it off. Ugh, my God, that's horrible. <laughs> it's just so funny the whole standard between you know it's okay to tell a guy he stinks and he his hygiene is horrible, but don't you dare even yeah. broach that subject. Not with me, pal. Not with a woman. No way. No way. You're lucky you even have an opportunity to tap that. Mm-hmm. Please stop, Phil. <laughs> I know that's what we're talking. I know you're on topic. I'll give you credit. You're on topic, but oh, my goodness. Because now the people are showing all these really hot chicks that are pulling their tits out and stuff in the chat room, and I'm enjoying that. But unfortunately, now I've got that image that probably below the picture is is what Phil is showing. Like below these beautiful tits is a fucking farm of fur. <laughs> farm of fur. <laughs> all right, all you fur farmers. <laughs> Gross. Really sick. All right, let's take a short break. All right. I think the only way to wrap this uh, segment up. Some lynch mob tangled in the web. (laughs) Here it is. It's lynch mob exclusively here on your classic metal show. Hey, this is George Lynch of lynch mob. And you're listening to my good friend Neely on the classic metal show. 